This is Next Bite, a three-part series from Chobani about change makers on the farm, in the kitchen, and in the fight for better food access. Today's story comes from Jasmine Crow, an entrepreneur on a mission to solve two of the world's biggest problems. My name is Jasmine Crow. I'm the founder and CEO of Gooder. And we are leveraging technology to combat hunger and to reduce food waste. Gooder is based in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're feeding people in several cities throughout the United States. One in six Americans right now are food insecure, which means they don't know when and where their next meal is coming from. And that's a problem because at the same time, over 72 billion pounds of perfectly good food is going to waste. So to bridge the gap between food waste and hunger, Gooder created an app that makes it easy for businesses to donate their extra food instead of throwing it away. Then, Jasmine's team takes all that food and delivers it to people in need. In 2020, Gooder delivered over 12 million meals. But this is just the latest chapter in Jasmine's path to ending hunger. One of her childhood memories is watching her dad feed the young men he would mentor in their home as part of the local Big Brother program. I would see how much food they would eat when they spent the time with my dad, and I realized it was because they were hungry. I mean, I just think in hindsight, now I look back, there were a lot of times when I saw food insecurity and I dealt with food insecurity. I think I just didn't know what it was. Jasmine got to know this problem more personally as a college student, living off of instant ramen. Then, while working at a restaurant, she and her coworkers sometimes ate the leftover food that customers left behind. Every time Jasmine thought she knew what it meant to be hungry, she encountered a new side of the problem that changed how she would try to solve it. And one of those turning points came when she was volunteering to serve free meals back in 2010. Here's Jasmine to tell the whole story. I was living in Phoenix, Arizona, and I volunteered at something that was called the Once a Month Church. It was a church that was held, as you can guess, once a month, in the parks. And after the service, we would feed people. And so we were setting up all the tables, getting all this food together. And the peculiar thing that happened is once the tables were set up and the food was all presented, a lot of the people that were helping set up that I thought were volunteers with me went on the other side of that table and stood in line to be served. That shook me to my core because it really... It made me realize that anybody could be hungry. And I started going out every single month until I moved from Phoenix and moved to Atlanta, Georgia. In 2013, I was driving through downtown and this was literally about seven months after I moved to Atlanta. And I saw hundreds of people that were living on the streets and experiencing homelessness. And I just felt compelled to do something. I went home and I posted on Facebook, you know, next weekend I'm going out and I'm going to start feeding people. I'm calling it Sunday Soul. And my idea is that I wanted it to be a mixture of old school music. So think of all the things that you hear like on a Sunday afternoon after church with your grandmother is kind of the vibe I was going for. And my goal was that I would feed them a soulful Sunday meal. I didn't have a ton of money, so I started with a spaghetti dinner and I just had spaghetti, garlic bread, corn, and I think a salad. I fed that first day about 125 people 
and it was amazing. As I continued to do these for about four years, I got bigger speakers. I started bringing out DJs. I turned it into a pop-up restaurant. So instead of people standing in line at like a buffet table, which is how I started, I started renting tables and chairs and linens and printing out menus and allowing people to have a five-course meal and experience a restaurant experience, if you will. One of the things that I would always point out is we need to treat people with dignity. Put yourself in the shoes of somebody else. Think about if everything you received was always in a bag, it was always a sandwich, it was always cold. How often does that last for you? How often does that excite you as a meal? A lot of times people would just say, oh, they're homeless. You know, you can feed them anything. And I had to check so many people along my path, friends and family members, and say, just because someone is experiencing homelessness, it is a state that is temporary. You're not going to always be homeless. You're not going to always be hungry. And you can experience homelessness or hunger, but it doesn't mean that if you have religious convictions that prevent you from eating pork, that you now all of a sudden, that doesn't matter because you're in this plight. And so I always would have a seafood option. I would make sure that our vegetables were cooked without meat in case I had people that didn't eat meat. I would have a beef option, a chicken option, and sometimes we would have a pork option. But the goal was to give people something that they wanted. I took that pop-up experience all around the country. I mean, to Washington, D.C., and to New Orleans, and Charlotte, and I did these every week. I actually have a video that I took from one of those pop-up restaurants where these people were toasting uh, with plastic water glasses that I got from the dollar store. And people were saying, this is so amazing, which restaurants donated the food? And the reality was nobody. I was couponing, I was price matching, I'm going to five, six different stores, cooking for about 30 hours it would take me to make that much food for 500 people every two weeks. And I started thinking, like, it would be great if I could get this food donated. And I researched food waste. Like, what happens to excess food at the end of the night? And lo and behold, I find out that it was getting thrown away. That was the thing that was very upsetting to me. All this food is going to waste. I'm feeding people struggling, you know, trying to collect five and $10 donations to feed 500 people. Yet every single night, enough food was going to waste to feed millions of people. I entered an accelerator and spun the idea that when neighborhoods are gentrified, more expensive grocery stores and restaurants come in, it leaves people who are still in those neighborhoods without access to food. It essentially creates a food desert for them because they don't have the money to afford these more expensive stores. I got into this accelerator program and a team of one started drawing up wireframes of what I believed Gooder would be and how I believed we would get food from one location and then get it to somebody else. And I started thinking, wow, technology is solving a lot of problems for people who have everything, right? It's solving the way we get groceries, the way we get food, the way we get to and from places, the way people even meet their husbands and wives. But it's not solving a real critical problem, that being hunger. And I believed tech can solve this problem because it had solved so many other problems. 
The way that Gooder works is we've created an app that inventories everything it is that one of our clients, the food service business, sells. So it's a very easy user experience. So they click on an item, they tell us how many they have, and then they request a pickup. A driver says, I'm going to pick that up. The food then gets delivered to the nonprofit. The nonprofit signs for it like they would to receive a package and a donation letter as well as a picture and a list of everything that was included in that donation is sent back to our clients. One of the biggest things that was eye-opening for me is that the businesses were already paying to throw the food away. That's all I needed to see. And I was coming to them as another service that would, instead of having them pay to throw it away, divert it into other uses to make sure that people didn't go hungry and giving you back a lot of data around the things that you're wasting. And one of the things that I live by in our guiding principles at Gooder is that hunger is not an issue of scarcity. It's a matter of logistics. There's a lot of systematic things that still have to change. And because we know that food waste has detrimental effects on climate, we're seeing a lot of states that are putting a lot of policy and regulations in place. This is making businesses have to have donation partners, making sure that businesses compost their food. And it's a very promising time for Gooder and where we want to be. Food should not be going to waste when people are going hungry. We have these two problems that can solve each other if we stop hiding behind the fact that waste exists and stop believing that hunger is only solved in one way. It's not only solved via canned food drives. It's not only solved by donating to your local food bank. Hunger can be solved by making sure that food doesn't go to waste and that businesses and corporations and cities and counties, they all come together to make sure that they solve this problem. That's the big vision. Everyone needs to come to the table and say, we don't want to have people that are hungry anymore. I'm waiting for one city to do that. Big goal, like, I want to hear from the mayor that says they don't want anyone going hungry in their city. And they're going to make sure that the businesses are involved in getting excess food to people in need. And that we're going to create more opportunity and access to food for all. My goal is that everybody eats. You've been listening to Next Bite, a three-part podcast by Chobani about the future of food. This series was produced in collaboration with T-Brand Studio. Audio production by James Boo and Ivana Tucker. Story editing and creative direction by Whitney Donaldson, Sydney Levin, Manish Melwani, Lauren Festa, Gabby Lamontong, and Michael Chancho. Production management by Sam Mauser and David Isaac. Theme music by Joe Hisaishi, with additional music from the Gilded Audio Library. Our cover art was illustrated by Kate Deller and designed by Josh Terry, Giovanna Ticello, and Will McNamara. I'm Katie Wiggin. Thanks for listening.